choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, ladies and gentlemen? Um, it's Kells at KMGZ's. Thanks for asking Kells Radio, episode 134. I'm back this week. And, um, this one, I don't know, this might be a barn burner, because I'm just, I got a lot of shit on my mind, a lot of shit on my chest, and I just, America, I need answers. I need answers, I need answers. Um, excuse me, hold on. So, let's begin with yours in negritude because I have two, plural first one goes to Oprah Winfrey for her outstanding I actually should have did her second because for reasons that will become apparent but for her outstanding uh, speech at the Golden Globes um, she was given the Cecil B. DeMille award um, there's some other names behind it, it's like a prestigious award that they give like people who do prestigious things, I don't, I'm not, I don't watch the Golden Globes all the time, I watch it this year she just gave an outstanding speech that was very motivational you know it was the me too thing and um, everybody wore black for the sexual harassment thing and I you know I'll say a little bit about that um, separately but independent of everything that's gonna come after this it was outstanding it was great Um, it was just a very motivational very on point speech I loved 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 when she talked about the she she told the story about when she was a little black girl watching Sidney Poitier and thinking, wow, there's a black person on TV, if he could do it, I can do it, and I love the way that she flipped it and said she's very aware that there's probably some little black girl watching her on TV right now having the same experience, and I liked that she said little black girl, because it makes a difference, because little white girls, y'all got plenty of people to look up to, it's nobody really out here looking out for black girls, but other black girls, and Oprah was a little black girl, and so she sent that message out to every other little black girl, especially in these times that, you know, look, keep your head up, don't let these niggas, shake these niggas off, don't let this bullshit get to you, everywhere you turn, they trying to tell you you ain't shit, trying to tell you you ain't nothing, you ain't pretty, you ain't this, you ain't smart, you ain't that, you ain't capable, fuck all that, you know, we, we here, I'm here, and you could be here too, and I just thought, I mean, it was very, a whole lot of great moments in the speech, and I mean, everybody know Oprah can give a speech, like, Oprah been on TV for, what, 30 years now? in different capacities, um, but it was just great, it was very encouraging, and very what people needed, because as you know, every day under this fucking administration is a kick in the head, several kicks in the head, so, it was just a reprieve, so, yours and negro too, Oprah, and the second one, also from the Golden Globes, cause, Globes, goes to Natalie Portman, um, because she, they came, she just threw some salt in the game, that appointment was like, not the fuck today, y'all showing up in all these black with all these fucking pens, but y'all full of shit, I know it and you know it, and I'm fitting to say it, <laughs> I just thought it was great, they was giving out, uh, uh, I think it was best director, yeah, 
Best Director Award after everybody got up and gave these great Me Too and women's speeches, and but yet still, all the all the directors for Best Director are still male. So she just threw that little shit in there, deadpan as shit, like oh whatever, Ron Howard. I, <laughs> it was just it was a great moment. Um, so uh, yours and Negritude, Natalie Portman, that shit was fantastic. If you, it was just so slick the way she did it. Like you could tell she had planned on that. Like oh okay, this is how you gonna do? All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, so, that brings me, us, listener, dear listeners, to, uh, current events, and I have quite a few, and then I added one more, okay, but, well, some of them are all kind of the same, but they discuss uh, separately, because they're different issues and different points, um, let's start, though, with the cold, um, hey cold, I just had to give you a shout out cause you wasn't no hoe, you was a real bitch last week, like I done been in some cold, y'all know, some of y'all might not, I've been in Afghanistan, I was out there, it, it's pretty cold, it get cold in Afghanistan in the wintertime up in the mountains at those elevations, I've been in some cold, that cold last week, sir, ma'am, whatever your gender is, I salute you, um, cause you broke a bitch down, and I'm tough, I, that shit was to the bone, you have my fingers ready to clip, um, come off, you know, I, I, I get the gloves with the finger just cut off, so, you know, cause it's just, it's easier, usually it's not a problem, like, you know, most of your hands are covered, just your tips is out, you put your hands in your pockets or whatever, you're good, nigga, my motherfucking fingers felt like they was hard and about to turn blue and about to pop the fuck off, that's how fucking cold it was, I went to the barbershop once, my, everybody was like, just stay in the house, I couldn't, I had shit to do, I had to get groceries, um, I went to the barber, I had to go to my haircut, went to the barbershop, that shit, it was so fucking cold, it took, I sat in the barbershop the whole time with my coat on, cause that's how long it had to, you know, he just opened, he opens early, like around 10, so he, you know, I had to turn the heat on, and it just took, like, almost two hours for that shit to just get warm, that's how cold it was, had to keep the curtains closed, because the ice was forming on the window, nigga, it was like, eight degrees, it was cold, so, Miss, Miss Cole, Mr. Cole, out, whatever, um, you know, what up, uh, you, hello, um, next time you come through, I'm gonna stay out your way, because, you know, you was not for play, and you said, don't try it, and I will not, because that shit was bone chilling, that shit was some shit I never, ever, ever want to feel again, and it's supposed to be up to 60, and thank God, like, whew, I, I just had to give it a shit, if y'all was here in New York City, I mean, it was all along the East Coast, but, good God, it was cold, and again, I, I don't, I mean, you know, I got some Caucasian jeans, so I, I mean, I don't like the cold, but I could, I could deal with it, you know, I always layer up and, and prepare, so I ain't gonna be cold regardless, but it wasn't enough long johns in the world for that shit, it wasn't enough thermal socks in the world for that shit, I had to close my windows, some of y'all know I live in one of these old, the old, um, New York buildings with the pipe, so we don't control our heat, and so it's, just, we call it project heat, this is not a project, but it's the same thing, it's that pipe that come up and it be so hot, Project Heat is notorious, like, you had your windows open all winter, cause it just be that hot, I had to close them bitches, that's how hot it was, so, I mean, that's how, um, cold it was, that I had to close them, and I was just fine in here with the Project Heat, so, I just, I could not, I'd be remiss if I ain't mention that bitch, cause that bitch came through like Mike fucking Tyson, so, the cold, knocked that out, alright, so, you know, hmm, I get on here every week, or just about every week, you know, I, I know I did last week, and I believe the week prior, and, and talked about how, you know, we gotta get serious about our future, and our politics, and what we're going with, 
what we're going to do to try to do the best that we can irrespective of the outside forces that are trying to make us fail. We got to do everything that we can do to get ourselves back on track, to try to get this dude out of here if we can, either through his criminal activity or through our votes. Um, we have some help coming through the courts. Uh, yesterday struck down North Carolina's um, gerrymandering, saying it was unconstitutional and in violation of mm, equal right to vote, um, which it is. <coughs> Sorry. I never had these throat problems, so I come on here. Um, and I think a lot of these other ones, these other states that have similar rules would be struck down too because the, the Constitution says one person, one vote, and that's interpreted different ways. You know, you can draw districts and you have your representatives and it's like a numbers game, but when it breaks down, it still works. It's supposed to still work out as one person, one vote, and it's not. Republicans are partisan gerrymandering for them to always maintain power. That's not democracy. That's not what voting is supposed to be. So the courts are striking that down. So we're getting some help. Um, but, you know, we saw this 2016 election. We saw so much fuck shit and so much fuckery and so much go wrong. And now we got Donald Trump as president. And you would think that with all the nonsense and carrying on that we did that led up to that, that people would learn their lesson and, and stop. And, and stop running their mouths and stop on this little hamster wheel and try to get serious and try to figure out, okay, we did, we fucked up hugely here. This is very easy. This is an easy thing to do. We were moving forward for eight years. We had plans to keep moving forward. We want to leave all this old shit behind. We want to get our, our lives together, but we fucked up because we were manipulated by the Russians and we were ignorant and we were just silly and we were just dumb and we were just getting spun up on all this bullshit and getting caught up in popularity contests and things that really do not matter you would think and I keep coming on here every week and saying I don't know what it's going to take for people to get it and for people to wake up and for people to stop falling for stupid shit and stop focusing on stupid shit and really get serious and take the duty that you have as an American citizen to vote because see it's not just the politicians the politicians are here to serve you but you have a duty to put the proper politicians in place to serve you and been falling down on that duty for quite some time now and so this conversation about Oprah being president is another uh, demonstration of how nobody has learned anything and everybody's still stuck on stupid because Oprah is not qualified to be president, it's not any more qualified to be president of the United States than Donald Trump is. Now, would Oprah be infinitely better at the job than Trump? Sure, but the bar is very low, so that's not saying anything. Now look, Oprah is very capable. Oprah is a media mogul. Oprah is a billionaire, I believe. Everybody knows who Oprah is. Oprah is Oprah. She one name. Nobody's saying that she's not capable. Nobody's saying she cannot do the job. But this is what you need. You and these Trump voters who basically made the same argument on the other side need to understand. Governing and private business is not the same thing. Governing is different. You can Governing has to do with people, the lives, the greater good. What is good for the many, not the one. You have people's lives and futures and, and the stock markets and international and all kind of things in your hand. Businesses are about products and profit and putting products on the market. Okay? There are two different things. And if you can look at all this fuckery that is going on now because we put somebody in there who was completely un- 
unfit for the job and now turn around and say it's Oprah, I don't know what to say to you. This is not American Idol. This is not a popularity contest. You cannot be making your vote based on who you like. Hillary Clinton should be the president of the United States because she was the most capable, she had the most experience, she would have done a great job, but because you didn't like her for whatever stupid ass reason, which all of them are stupid, sorry, but they are, and half of them are untrue, she fell for the bullshit anyway. It doesn't matter. Barack Obama was an outstanding president. He is. He was really good. It took him a butt, if you recall, and you know, everybody tries to rewrite history, but if you recall, those first four years were a little shaky due to his inexperience, and he's actually had experience governing, but the presidency is something different. The players are different. The, the, the um, issues and the, and the things that you need to be concerned with are different. Diplomacy is different. Being commander-in-chief of the military of people's lives is different. Of a nuclear arsenal is different. That is not something that somebody who is inexperienced should do, okay? Particularly Look, when you are in crisis, you don't bring in a boss to learn on the job, okay? When you are in crisis, you need to bring in somebody to get shit together and pull shit together. You need a wartime consigliere when you are in crisis. Crisis is not the time to be bringing in people to learn on the job. We were in crisis, got Donald Trump, we're going to be, after this nigga get done, however he gets done, we're going to be in an even bigger crisis, Okay? We do not need another celebrity. Oprah is a celebrity. She is not, she has no experience in politics. She, um, endorsing politicians and interviewing politicians and standing up networks, that's not the same as running a government. It is not. You have to get serious. She, first of all, she said many, many times that she's not interested. I mean, if she ended up for some reason to be the, the, the candidate I would have to vote for, but she's not qualified. And the fact that people are seriously considering this makes me know you, you haven't learned anything. You have not learned anything. The presidency is not a job for somebody who doesn't have experience. It's not a job for somebody to learn on the job. The world is on fire. The only thing standing between us and probably blow the fuck up already in nuclear war is Trump's and all the people he's appointed complete and utter incompetence and lack of knowledge about what they are doing. That is the only thing that is saving us because they don't know anything about government. So they don't know how bills are supposed to go. They don't know what's constitutional and what's not constitutional. They don't know you can't just say shit and have it be. They don't know that things have to be approved. They don't know that federal courts don't just do what you say. They actually go by the constitution and decide if it's, it's legal or not. They don't understand. They don't know anything. And that's the only reason this Muslim ban and this wall and all this stupid nonsense that these people voted for has not gone through. That is the only reason. He is utterly incompetent. You cannot have a person who does not have any governing is different. Do you understand? It is not the same as running a business. And I don't understand what people don't understand about that. Oprah is a media mogul. Oprah is a genius. Oprah is like Oprah. But that doesn't make her qualify for president any more than Obama, who was a genius, is qualified to pilot a jetliner. Just because you're educated and you're smart and you're good at one thing doesn't mean you could do something. And that's what's wrong with our society now. That's why we got everybody hashtagging and thinking all they got to do is say some shit. Oh, yeah, I can... I could put some braces in your mouth, sure. Or I could do... No, you can't. 
You're not. You can't. You're, things take training and education and knowledge and practice. I know everybody thinks that they can just do everything, but you can't. And thinking that you can just do anything lets me know that you've never done anything. Because anybody who's been tasked with any kind of responsibility or any kind of leadership or any kind of um, stewardship over anything that's important or major budgets, um, equipment, logistics, um, men, machines, um, networks, anything like that, they will be the first ones to tell you, listen, that's not my wheelhouse, let me go get so-and-so. Now look, could Oprah appoint people? Sure. Could she? Do I have trust in that she would find the right people? Sure. But, dog, we don't know. You need somebody who has experience governing, who is a career, who a person who has dedicated their career to government. It's a duty. It's not it's a little popularity contest and you get up in there and you give great speeches and you get it popping. That's not what it is. All right? We, we are spiraling down the drain and everybody's just still swimming and I don't understand. It's time, it's time to get out the water, stand on the shore and assess. We have gone majorly wrong here. Where did we do it, and how can we avoid doing it? First of all, we let's try to fix the mess we're in. Let's try to figure out we can get out of this fucking squirrel, this toilet squirrel right now, because we're still in it. But, like, we, you know, people talking about they're going to quit their job and be uh, Democrats and be Oprah's campaign. Man. Dog, like, where, do y- where y'all, what is wrong with y'all? Where's your head at? Are you understanding? Are you looking around? Do you see what the world is, and you're talking about Oprah, you're going to quit for Oprah to be president? What is wrong with you? Uh, president gotta have governing you gotta know how, god damn it you are the head of the federal government, the constitution the United States government is into three branches it's executive, it's the um, judicial and it's the fucking um, damn, what's the third, what'd I say, oh legislative did I say that already, executive, judicial legislative, yes, those are the three branches you have to know how those work you have to know how those, you have to have worked those before, so you, a governor, a senator, you have to have, even Obama, who I was not crazy for, because I didn't think he had enough experience, but he had experience, so he went in and he knew, okay, this is how this is supposed to work, that's how that's supposed to work, he wasn't in there sitting in the dark for a week, because he couldn't even figure out the fucking lights, like this guy, so, you know, I, I just, I don't, Nobody is saying that Oprah's, nobody's trying to say Oprah can't do it or Oprah's not qualified, but when you say, oh, Trump, listen, man, Donald Trump, the bar is on the floor. The bar is on the floor. Do you understand? Comparing something to Trump is is ridiculous. I could do a better job than Trump. I know a better, um, have a better handle on that this was a Russian operation than Trump, okay? That's not saying much. This is serious times. We are backsliding like a motherfucker, and if we don't stop this backsliding, we're going to be back. So we don't have time for people that don't have experience and have to learn on the job and have to figure we don't. Oprah is not qualified to be president. She's a genius. She's a billionaire. She's a media mogul. Oprah has been in this game for 30, 40, 50 years. If you want to build a network, if you want to do something entertainment or media-related, if you want to have an interview, if you want to have – she's a good actress, yes – but president, no. Stop the nonsense. Stop it. Y'all better wake the fuck up. Or y'all gonna wake up dead. We all gonna wake up dead. And I get on here and I say every week, I don't know what it is going to take. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what is wrong with people. I don't know what is wrong with people. 
dog. We almost dead out here. Do you understand? We are almost dead out here. The only thing that's saving us is this dude is so fucking dumb and so fucking incompetent and so fucking useless that he's not able to get anything done. Basically, that's it. If this motherfucker was competent, we'd be back in slavery by now. And, and I, I just can't. I, I can't. I don't. I can't. I can't. Like, ugh. I don't know what to say to people. Like, I, you know, I just, I don't know what to say to people. Like, I don't understand what people's head is. I don't understand what people are thinking. I don't understand how after all that's occurred, you can just be still on the same dumb shit. Like, you don't stop and say, wait a minute, maybe, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I should rethink this. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand what kind of mind you have that you can just still be on this shit. I really don't. Um... People still talking about Bernie. People still talking about Jill. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to vote for this one. What's their voting pattern? Look, their voting pattern don't fucking matter. I tell you what matters. What kind of Supreme Court justices are they going to appoint? Are they going to appoint Supreme Court justices that don't believe in global warming and and, and some fucking crackpot that has no business on Supreme Court? Are they going to be appointing judges who never even tried cases? Are they going to be trying to build walls? Are they going to be trying to deport people? Are they going to be trying to bring back the old drug wars? No, 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 no. Okay, are they going to, uh, is their economic plan going to expand jobs? Is going to help us with infrastructure? Is going to help us grow? Are they going to um, figure out a way for, or they have a plan for wages to come up and for us to get out of the stagnation? Do they have a plan to, to, to decrease wealth inequality? If they do, then that's all that matters. Nobody can, oh, well, what's their voting record on such and such, such and such? That's how y'all fucked up the first time. It don't fucking matter. You have to see the forest, not the trees. There is no perfect candidate. There is no perfect vote. And when you get stuck on that bullshit, you end up with Donald fucking Trump. God damn it. I don't know when y'all gonna learn. We are, we, yo, we are teetering on the edge. If this motherfucker gets another four years, we gone. Because by that time, somebody's gonna come along to figure out how to get this motherfucker where they need him to be. Right now, they got him in there because he'll sign anything they put in front of him. Another four years, we will not make it. Guarantee you some, it'll nuclear war will broke out and everybody be dead and life as we know it will be over. Y'all keep playing around if y'all want to. Oprah's not qualified for president. The end. Lover. But no. Alright. Moving on. So, yo. I was ready to rip these motherfuckers to shreds, but since they have issued an apology, which I think was a good apology, which I think was a, um, what is it, a complete apology, not one of them, um, I don't know how sincere it was, I, I assume it was sincere, but whether it was sincere or not, it was proper, it wasn't one of them, oh, not apology, apologies, well, we sorry if anybody was offended, like, you know, we didn't really do nothing, but if y'all was offended, I guess we sorry, it wasn't one of them apologies, it was a, it was an apology that acknowledged the wrong, acknowledged why it was wrong, acknowledged that they needed to do better to pay attention to where they fucked up at so they don't not don't fuck up again. And so I'm not going to rip them like I initially was, but I'm still going to make my points because they're still valid. And if you don't know by now, I'm talking about the H&M ad where they put that little sweet, cute, precious-looking little black boy in a best monkey in the jungle sweatshirt. Now, this is what I'm going to say. Um, black people, we got smartened up because 
yes, we want diversity, and diversity will help get better ads and get things that are not just targeted to white people, because white people are not the only people in this country, but whenever things like this come up, y'all get to holler and see, this is why you need diversity. Listen, it is year of our Lord, 2018. There is nobody in 2018 that is not familiar with the racist connotation of calling black people, period, black boys and girls and children in particular, monkeys. Nobody. That is a stereotype. I have been all over the world. Don't give me, everybody knows, when you go to Latin, people out there who know you, when you go to Latin American countries, when you go to Asia, when you go to places where they want to insult you as a black person, the first thing they fucking do is call you a monkey. I don't even watch soccer, and I've heard about the racism in soccer where they throw bananas on the field at black players to call them a monkey. That, every body knows that that is a racial slur, so it ain't about no goddamn diversity, don't no black person in the, in the, in the, in the office gotta tell you that that's inappropriate at best and racist at worst nobody, you know that you know that what what happens is, you don't give a fuck because one of two things, you, you one of those, oh well you know, um, we're past that and we're post-racial, nobody's gonna notice that okay, whatever or what we always complain, this is this is what we're tired of, white people. We're tired of y'all for a lot of reasons, but it's this one right here that we're tired of the most. We're, when y'all say y'all don't know what white privilege is, which I don't believe, but that's what y'all say. This is it right here. Because y'all are able to and continue to go through life and through the world as if n- nobody else matters, and nobody else's position matters, and nobody else's experience matters, and, and you don't have to worry about it, and you don't have to think about it, and it's not an issue, unless there's a black, there's no black person in the room, there's, we don't have to worry about diversity, whatever, we can just do whatever, and you put that little boy, that little sweet boy in that monkey shirt, and this is the type of shit that we be talking about, when we say how y'all always trying to, um, attack our self-esteem, little, and, and, and make us feel like we're less, you wouldn't, you didn't put that little white boy in that monkey shirt, and I'm not gonna say whether it was on purpose or not, even if it wasn't, even if it was just an oversight, that we're tired of the oversights, because it's only an oversight because you don't think about it, you don't think about, sorry, you don't think about nobody but yourself, you don't, nobody says, hey, you know what, um, this is, you know, it's kind of a stereo, I don't think we should do this, like, nobody's really trying to call a little boy racist, we don't want to be misunderstood, and you know, a monkey, a black boy, I don't think we should do it, none of y'all did that, because y'all don't care, because, oh, everybody's in the room's white, so we don't have to worry about it, and, you know, it's not a big deal, we don't have to think about it, and that's what we're tired of, the fact that y'all still think that y'all don't have to think about these things, because we have to think about them every day of our lives, and when we bring them up, Y'all act like y'all gaslight us, and act like we crazy, and we're making this shit up, and we're being super sensitive, and we don't know what we're talking about, but here you got this little beautiful black boy who was there minding his business and trying to do a good job and giving y'all a motherfucking face, that little boy was posed, doing what y'all asked him to do, trying to, trying to get his model on, and y'all put him in a monkey shirt, why would you do that to that, that little boy, do you know, like, come on man, like, that's, this is the shit we be talking about and when we bring it up, you'll act like we don't know what we talking about, okay you got all these kids on this set, you got a little black boy and a little white boy and you put this little boy in the in coolest monkey in the jungle shirt and then you acting like you don't understand why that was racist or oh well, that's, you know how they do oh well that's you being racist, okay sure, sure, 
Right. So they throwing them bananas at them soccer players over in Europe. And somebody said that, oh, well, they probably outsourced their marketing to India and they don't know our culture. That's some bull fucking shit. I have been all over the world. You go anywhere in this world, they know about calling black people monkeys. Trust me. That is a universal slur. They all know it just like nigger. They know to call you nigger. And Russia is, matter of fact, there ain't no word in Russian for nigger. The word for Russian nigger is abyazin, which means monkey. So, don't give me that bullshit, alright? Um, it just, that shit made me so mad. Um, because that's just, the carelessness and the lack of awareness that you have, that number one, this is a little boy who is black, don't put a monkey shirt on him, and it, it, it just, just, it's the, it's the not even considering that there are other people in this world and there are racist stereotypes and there are things that are racist that y'all have to consider. You don't think you have to consider it unless there's somebody black in the room? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. And that's the shit we be talking about. And the other thing that is retired of is, like I said, the gaslighting. We all try to act like, you know, white people with the N-word and with this monkey thing, and with, um, you know, other little, the, the millennials and the new niggas call it microaggressions, but just bull, I call it bullshit, cause that's what it is, racist bullshit, that y'all do, as if we're the ones that made up these terms, like, like, if you don't, in other words, like, black people are the ones that came up with, oh, well, let's call ourselves monkeys, and let's say we look like monkeys, and let's, and let's dehumanize us, and let's draw us with the big lips, and the poppy eyes, and little nappy, um, what's them, uh, little rascal joints, whatever you call them, with the poles and shit, let's, let's, let's draw ourselves like that, like, we came up with that shit, but when we tell you, it's, well, I don't know, you're, you're making it racist, are we, sis, really, y'all made that shit up, y'all the ones that chased us around, brought us over here, and made us do your work, and then we ain't want to, you want to beat us and lynch us and, and call us niggers, y'all made that shit up, and then when we pointed out, hey, that's racist, or hey, that's a little inappropriate because of the historical connotation, now everybody don't know what we talking about, and we the real racist, and oh, nobody will make that connection, what are you thinking, okay, that's, we tired of that too, we tired of that gaslight too, cause we didn't come up with this shit, we was minding our motherfucking business, we continue to mind our motherfucking business, we always mind our motherfucking y'all the ones assaulting us with this shit, either with your overt racism, or your, oh well, you know, I, I just didn't think of it, I don't know, you know, how, we, like, like, come on man, y'all, y'all, it's like if, if a black person's not in the room to say, hey, don't put a little boy in the monkey shirt, y'all just don't have no idea, and, oh, we're just innocent, we don't know, we, you know, we need, a, we need a cultural guide to show us through all these racial landmines that you guys plant for us, that we planted for y'all, like y'all ain't the ones that came up with this motherfucking system, like y'all ain't the ones that start calling us monkeys as a, as a, as a slur, but unless we tell you that that's a slur, then you don't know that's the shit we be talking about, that's the shit we're tired of, that's the shit y'all do all day every day, and that's why we really don't want to talk to y'all about it, we don't want to interact with y'all about it, we would just like y'all to move out the way, figure y'all shit out over there and let us go, cause we tired of it that shit right there, that's a perfect example of what we're tired of so 
I'm done with that. Like, it's nothing else to say. Black people, stop falling for the banana in the tailpipe. Yes, we want diversity. Yes, we want to get in these companies. But these companies keep doing this shit. And then it's, oh, well, that's because y'all don't have, first of all, y'all don't know. It might have been somebody black in the room, but they just ain't want to get fired. So, or they didn't want to be the one to speak up. And y'all need to stop that shit, too. Because if they hired you in there for your, your um, your ability and they, and they brought you in there for your, your, uh, skills and your creative, um, uh, whatever, acumen, or whatever you're there for, and part of your job is to, is to say things like that, that you need to say things like that, you need to find ways to say them and to be heard, and if they don't listen, they don't listen, but at least you ain't sit there with your mouth closed and not say nothing, and then people was like, oh, well, the boy's parent, look, I don't give a fuck about that boy's parents, I don't know nothing about them, they didn't say nothing, that's fine, but that don't, I, we saying something, alright, I don't care about what his parents said or didn't say, they don't make it no less fucked up what they did to that little boy, and I heard that Diddy offered him a million dollar modeling contract, and I heard that's true, I hope that's true, and I hope he gets it, because that was a cute little boy, and he did a good job, and they should not have done that to him, and I can't believe nobody, that, do you know how many eyes have to go over those ads before that put out, and nobody, nobody, as much as y'all like to be post-racial, and y'all would have voted for Obama all these three times, and oh, you know, interracial is it's gonna be the move, and everybody's gonna be the same color as much as y'all so, claim y'all so post-racial nobody spotted the monkey okay, sure stop letting them gaslight y'all if they either did that shit on purpose and they think nobody would notice, or they were negligent and did it, either way, it's, it's no excuse for it that's it, moving on I need one to talk about this last thing. Oh, let me let me save that for last. So the other thing I want to talk about, and I probably should have put it onto the front because it's also related to um, the Gold Globes, the Golden Globes, and the Me Too um, thing. And what I wanted to say about that, and I've said this before, I think a lot of that was symbolic. I think it's a lot of bullshit. I think next year they'll be on to something new because if you really wanted to protest the. Um, you know, the sexual assault in, in Hollywood and Harvey Weinstein and all that, as a woman, you wouldn't have showed up. That would have been a statement, because they would have had them had that motherfucking Golden Globes with all them ugly-ass, old-ass white men, and that shit would have looked horrible, and that shit would have been a sight, and, and, and sent the fucking message, because people were like, wow, this is what Hollywood looks like when there's no women. So, that would have been a, a, a message, but, yeah, you know, y'all wanted y'all little awards and whatever, so whatever. But, one thing I wanted to say, and this is so, this is really actually related to my work, because I kind of um, the role that I have right now is a multifaceted role but one of the things that we do is kind of deal with um how to put it issues of this nature, it's not it's, it, any, any kind of um, any kind of thing that would damage the reputation of the company or uh, warrants investigation or anything like this um, we, it's part of, part of the role that I have right now so I've been deep, well, well immersed in these topics and these issues just trying to get caught up on everything and um, a couple weeks ago and I'm tired of Matt Damon period I've been tired of him but um, Dave Chappelle who oh his second two specials um, were better than the first two I didn't like the first two because being a basic bitch but it's this common theme that mainly men and also, but today also it came up because Catherine Deneuve said something similar where this, this, this thing that, oh, well, 
you know, we're going a little far and we're jumping out the window and we're accusing people because there's, you know, there's rape and then there's, you know, maybe flirting with someone that's unnecessarily or touching somebody on the knee and that's not the same thing. We shouldn't be ruining careers because men are touching something on the knee and, you know, there's assault and there's this and there's that, mainly for men, but some knucklehead-ass women are saying it too. And this is what I want to say about that. That's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. Yes, there is a gift actually raping someone is not the same thing as touching their knee, but the point is it's not wanted, if I don't want you to touch my knee, I don't want you to touch my knee, and it doesn't matter that you think it's just a knee touch, it's my motherfucking knee, it ain't your knee, it's my person it's my space, why are you touching my knee, you don't need to touch my knee to talk to me, you can say what the fuck you got to say without touching me at all, why are you touching my person, why are you trying to flirt with me all of this stuff, yeah, it is levels, but y'all are saying that it's trying to make it like one thing is not as bad as the other, when the whole point is people, women, want to be left alone. They don't want to be pressed up on. They don't want you to stand extra close talking to them. They don't want you touching them on their shoulder. They don't want none of that. So actually, no, it's all kind of the same thing because it's non-consensual bullshit that a person does not want going on. So no, it's not as bad as, you know, as, as an assault like rape, but it's still, nigga, I don't want you touching me. So, this is a bunch of nonsense. This is, a, again, it's an attempt to not take responsibility and to put the, the, the blame back on the victim. Oh, well, why is she trying to bring him down? All he did was try to flirt with her a couple times. She don't want to flirt with you. Leave her the fuck alone. That's the fucking point. She don't want to be bothered with you. She does not attract it to you. She don't want to talk to you. She want to come and do her job and go the fuck home. She might got a boyfriend. She might like somebody else. You never know. It don't matter. She don't even know explanation. She don't like you. Period. I'm tired of hearing that shit as if it's, well, one is not as bad as the other. It's, it is because you're, you're forcing your will and yourself on somebody who does not want it and who does not appreciate it. And you're putting them in a position where they feel like, well, if I say something, then I'm going to be out of a job or I'm never going to work again. And I know, you know, a lot of the men talk about, oh, well, you make a sacrifice. Y'all sound dumb. Okay because it's it's not a choice, the point is it's not a choice, I, I'm, okay, so I gotta let you touch me and harass me, or, you know, I just gotta be broke and hungry and starving, like, y'all sound dumb, y'all sound really stupid, and you sound like you don't wanna take responsibility for your action, and you don't wanna change your actions, because you keep wanting to put the focus on the per, on the victim, instead of on what you're doing. And I just think it's all bullshit. I don't care if you're touching somebody on their knee, if you if you pushing up on, if you keep asking them for a date, whatever you're doing, they don't want you to do it. Leave them alone. That is the whole point. You you don't get to impose your will on another person. They don't. It's unwelcome. It's not consented to. Cut it out. I'm I just I'm I'm tired of that shit. It's 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 just another form of victim blaming, and it needs to stop. It don't matter. I don't want you in my face. I don't want you in my face, period. I don't want you to talk to me half the time. Do your work, shut the fuck up. I don't want chit-chat. I don't want none of that. If you got something to say to me in the in the course of our work day, fine, but I don't want to talk to you. It's that simple. I don't want to hear your jokes. No, 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 I don't want to go to lunch. No, no, I don't want to look at this. No, I don't want to come look at your phone. Whatever's on the YouTube, no, I don't care. Call your wife. Call your wife. <laughs> Shout out to Queens Court. <laughs> Call your wife. Start telling that's what y'all start telling these niggas. They getting on y'all nerves. Call your wife. 
See if she t- tell her the joke. See if she think it's funny. See if she want to go to dinner. Call your wife. Um, yeah, and cross that off. Um, so <sighs> the last topic, and I got quite a bit to say on this, is this nigga Nipsey Hussle. Now he's a rapper. I can't tell you no songs he does. Only reason I even knew who he was is because um. Actually, how do I know who he was? I just, I don't know. I've, like, seen him. Maybe he featured on somebody else's album. I, don't, I couldn't tell you what song he does, but I knew who he was. I knew he was from Compton or L.A. I don't know if he's Compton, but I knew he was one of them West Coast niggas. So, he goes out of his way on his Instagram to basically, you know, um, the media and the world and the government is in a conspiracy to um, effeminize, push homosexuality and effemin- and and threaten manhood and effemin- what is it called? Feminize the black man and all this bullshit. And this is the question that I have for, you know, you black kings out here who, you know, y'all trying to be masculine and y'all trying to be men. Why is your masculinity threatened by so much your masculinity is threatened by the people on the TV, by people on the radio, by who somebody else is sleeping with, by who somebody talks with, by how this guy dresses. He not ma- he not match- macho enough. He likes another dude. How does that threaten your manhood? How is your manhood so fucking threatened by every goddamn thing? I don't understand it. How is somebody else being whatever they are? How is this has no effect on you? And I guess I gotta be more plain because I know some of y'all gonna get it, but some of y'all are not. My point is that your manhood is very fragile and that's your motherfucking problem. That's the problem in the first fucking place. Your manhood is very fragile, it's very bullshit, it's built on dumb shit, a puff of wind, you're you're attaching things to manhood that have nothing to do with being a man and if you can't grasp onto those things then you don't have no identity and now here you come talking about oh the um, gays is trying to destroy the black family. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? If you are a man and you are secure and you got whatever the fuck you got going on, then have that going on. What somebody else is doing has nothing to do with that. Ain't nobody breaking in your house and, and snatching your kids out and, and leaving a gay agenda and, and with a ransom note and, you know, making you read through that shit and get to the end and figure out where your fucking kid is or your wife or whatever. Like, that's not happening. What are you talking about? You do, but meanwhile, y'all, it's amazing to me that, you know, the kids are the one tearing down the black family, meanwhile, y'all running around having babies by this one, babies by that one, um, fucking impregnated women, y'all don't even fucking know, um, you know, on all eight different versions of child support, dodging the government in all these different states, you know, but, that's not, that's, that's not breaking up the black family, y'all don't got no education, y'all out here on these fucking Zans and pills and every fucking thing else, and locked up, and, and all kind of shit, doing bad, all the stats say it, black women outshining y'all in almost every facet, except having a penis, and you know, just, I don't know, maybe give them some time, then y'all really gonna be fucked up, but the gays are destroying the black family, it's amazing to me, like, I I don't, I don't, I don't understand how, if y'all understand how silly and how stupid y'all sound, Gay people are here, they have been here, they have always been here, it's just that now we're at a time when people are are feeling comfortable to just come out and live their truth, and, you know, hopefully they don't get killed, because that's still going on too. But, you know, it's, this is, and then, this is the issue I have with, and, you know, (laughs) 
my pops was the nation of Islam, my pops was a little bit, had a little bit of whole tap in him too, but whatever, it, you know, not whatever, I'm not getting into all that, but um, the problem with a lot of these dudes besides them just being dumb is that, and, and a lot of like, I've noticed I, I'll say like a lot of uh, it's not just just a lot of people, I'll say black people, whatever you want to call it you know the thing about the civil rights movement that all, none of us, I'm not, I'm not old enough, like, none, I don't think, you know, you gotta be, like, I guess, our parents' age to have been, you know, 1950, all that shit, I was born in the 70s, so, all that shit from the 50s and the 60s before my time, so we all saw it in books, right? We didn't live it. Cause by the time we came along, you know, I was a kid in the 80s, grew up in the 80s and 90s, by the time we came along, all the laws had been passed and everything, and, you know, I went to a mixed school and all of that shit, so, we only saw it in pictures, but fortunately for me and, you know, a lot of other people, we actually were educated and we actually went to school and we actually read, did the education and read the books and understood. But a lot of y'all did not. All y'all did was study the pictures. And that's why y'all out here now and y'all think all y'all got to do to be conscious and be pro-black is to dress up in a suit with some bow ties like Nation of Islam and stand in a picture and then make y'all men. And y'all make y'all men. And now, you know, y'all, this is manhood and this is what men's supposed to look like, not that gay shit. Or, you know, y'all grow y'all little afros out and y'all put y'all little, you know, these hands t-shirts so we not our, our, our grandparents t-shirts and you put your little fists in the air because you see Angela Davis and them do that in the picture and it look real cool and you think you doing something you think you an activist cause y'all didn't study the work y'all just studied the pictures and y'all just replicating the pictures but y'all really ain't about nothing and, 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 and that's what a lot, of, a lot of this nonsense is about is people being about a look and being about an image but not really being about anything substantive and that's the part that's really getting on my nerves because you know I think a, a, people like me and a lot of us are waiting on somebody who is substantive. And people are telling me all the time, well, you, you know, you got leadership, why don't you go to politics? Because I don't want to go to politics, because I don't like y'all, nigga. I've been, I've been accustomed to all of y'all. I don't have, I don't have, like I said earlier, where governing, it, it takes caring about other people and duty and, and, and having responsibility. I don't give a fuck about nobody. I don't care. I don't care about y'all. <laughs> That's why I can't go to politics. Cause I don't care about y'all like that. It's not, I'm not, I, I, I don't have that, Whatever that is that you need to want to do that is not in for me, number one. Number two, I don't want niggas in my bank records and my background and shit like that, so not for no. You know, I'll give you some money, I'll do what I can do for you, I'll be your security or whatever, but no, I'm not not in politics, it's just too much glad-handing, it's too much ass-kissing, it's too much equivocating. I'm a soldier, I'm not a politician. You know, when it's ready to go to war, let me know. I'll shoot whoever, but I'm not a politician. I'm not the peacemaker. Once y'all start doing all that shit, sitting out the table shit, I'm out. So, um, but that's what I'm waiting on. And a lot, and a lot of this, like this, I kind of alluded to it last week, but the celebrities, when I'm tired of them with this, 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 it's not real activism, it's for a look. And this is this again, like, you know, it, we gotta smarten up, man, reach, this nigga gonna put in his quote, I didn't even read the whole thing, I got it through Twitter, read the ISIS papers, cause if you tell, cause you gotta be careful, cause if you tell niggas to read, you gotta tell them to read, you gotta tell them specific things to read, cause they'll go read ISIS papers, they'll go read message to the black man, they'll go read, um, all this nonsense that's, that's not, 
that's not real things, that are not verifiable source, that are not, that are not sourced and full of facts, it's all a bunch of bullshit, these Dr. Umar niggas, and all these niggas that's calling, out here saying all this nonsense, it's nonsense, nothing they say is backed by evidence, and if they give you the evidence, they're giving it to you wrong, because they don't understand how to read and interpret it, because, and, look, I've been out of school a long time, luckily for me, I went to school when the education system was still worth shit, I went to magnet school, I went to a very good school, I've all, again, I've always been in a mentally gifted program and with the smartest kids, so, I, I don't, I, I understand from people now that the schools are horrible, that they don't even teach, like, the stuff that I learned in school, they don't even teach it no more, and, you know, I don't know anything about it, I, that was not my school experience, I, I don't know, but I believe y'all, and I take y'all word for it, because I see the products, of this, whatever they're doing in schools now, and, you know, I see people who are out who, who don't know how to distinguish between what is fact and what is opinion, who don't know how to look at a source and question a source, and, and, and ask themselves, is this, is this legit, or is this some bullshit, like, you, I see people, you can just hand them anything, they're all these Trump voters, you can, you see, you show them a chart, and you can manipulate them in any way, because they don't know how to read charts, they don't know how to interpret information, they say silly things that don't make any sense, because they don't know how to think, and they don't know how to deduct, they don't know deductive reasoning, they don't know reasoning, reasoning, they don't know inductive reasoning, they don't know how to, um, sort truth from lies, they're not, they don't think logically, I see it, I see the products of this trash school system that y'all are talking about, so I believe y'all, I just don't have any experience with it, thank God, um, but, you know, that's part of the problem, like, y'all, I I heard, you know, at some, look, when I was 20, I was never a full hotep, I never was a full hotep, because I just never was, um, but, you know, when I was in my late teens, well, mid-teens, late teens, early twenties, I had my whole teppy moment, so those are, yo, those of y'all around my age, I know what I'm talking about, like, around the, um, between, I say, like, what, 88 to, like, 93, when everybody was on the, uh, well, nah, maybe 85, maybe 85, no, nah, 93 is a little much. No, nah, 85 to like 93, when everybody's on the Jungle Brothers back to Africa, you know, Public Enemy, Goldman Down, when everybody's on the, you know, on that pro-black shit, you know, it was a little hotep, it was a little, I had a little controversial, you know, a little problematic shit, but I was 20, I was 18, I was 17, I was 16, you know what I mean? Ain't no no better. But the problem I have with people is like, I don't, I don't think, I, a lot of things I thought that was legit and, and smart and, and, and dope at 20 are dumb as fuck now because I have read, I'm educated, and most importantly, I have had experience through life. And that's the other key. Like, you, you tell people to read, which is fine. But what you really got to do is have experience. Because I know a lot of, I told y'all this last week, I know a lot of very smart, educated, PhD, master's niggas, but that's all they do. And they be just as loud and wrong as some of these people who never read. Because you got to have the experience. That life, you have to live longer, you have to experience. That's when you start to realize, hey, some of this shit that I thought that I was true or that I learned or that I assumed actually is not right, or you know what, it don't quite work that way, yeah, I know on paper it says that, but it actually don't work that way, and you know what, yeah, these people they're not really like that, or this is the reason that this occurs, you learn that through living and through experience, and and reading, like you have to read things so that you understand, like people say, you know, 
the saying is those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it and that is very true because we're living in a time right now that is very ahistorical where people are saying things as fact that are very easily disproven that not even that long ago, something from like 15 years ago, like dog, what are you talking about? That's not true. That in, in 2000, that is not what happened. Like that was only 17 years ago and you don't know what you're talking about. And it's amazing to me because we have the internet and all these things. There's so much access to information and people are still so misinformed. Now I understand it. I do understand it. It's because nobody can be wrong and nobody can take an L and you fucking snowflake millennials got raised that, all your feelings are valid and all your little opinions are valid and it's most important that you get to say what you want to say and nobody tells you that you're wrong and nobody tells you, hey man, shut the fuck up, you sound dumb, sit down, take a nap, you sound a little dumb right now, no, they let they just let you say whatever, so now we got these 25, 30 year old people walking around here who think it's all about their feelings and everything they want to say and I don't care what you say, my feelings are valid, no, they not, they not all valid, they not Everybody has feelings, true, but they're not all valid, and even if they are, so what? Nobody give a fuck. Like, everybody got feelings. Sometimes you gotta tuck them shits in and do what you gotta do. Y'all, I was raised like that, my generation was raised like that, y'all wasn't raised like that. And that's a huge part of the problem. And I don't care if you don't like it, that's why I call some of y'all snowflakes, and I know, and listen, I know it's a, we call everything millennial, I know it's younger millennials and older millennials, like, you know, there's 35-year-old millennials, so it ain't everybody, and it ain't all of y'all. The ones that it ain't, y'all know the ones I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all hear me and y'all feel me. That's a big part of the problem. Your parents done you a big disservice, and you think that everything that you think and and think is important is important. And that's what you need to go on. You don't have no um sense of responsibility to to people around you and a duty as a citizen. Y'all be on that old bullshit. Oh, it's not my country. It's not my flag. All right, nigga. But then get in a boat and go where you think your country is and go fuck the, the fucking elections up over there, okay? Because we're trying to make it work here. This is the only country we know. There ain't nowhere for us to go. So we're trying to get this shit on track. Y'all, y'all go get on the boat and go wherever the fuck y'all want to go and go over there and do that Habari Ghani shit. Wherever the fuck y'all want to do that. I see what they tell you. So, you know, you can't you can't be stuck on stupid forever, man. They're gay people. Um nobody's destroying your family. Um you can't catch gay through the TV. You can't, ca- I mean, it's just so stupid. Like, do y'all understand that straight people produce gay people? We don't grow out of pods. So if all it was, all you see on TV is straight imagery and and and, and heterosexual couples, and that's all you see. So if it, all it was, was to watch TV, wouldn't be no gay people. Like, y'all don't even, do y'all even listen to yourselves when you talk? You sound stupid. Um, and I'm just, I'm just... I'm just tired of these ashy, nothing to offer, ignorant, nothing to say, just behind and tired and through, shout out to Queens Court, tired and through, always having so much to say, and always being the loudest, and always grabbing the mic, and you're not adding to the conversation, you're not helping anybody, you're not, you know who's out here organizing in these Black Lives Matter and doing all these marches, it's black women, and it's the gays, the ones that y'all claim is breaking up the black family, so either, look, lead, move, or get out of the way, period, and you bunch of y'all niggas are in the way, y'all ain't doing nothing but posing for pictures, with y'all little stupid bow ties, and y'all little dumb shit, making these little Instagram which is misspelled Instagram bad grammar posts, y'all can't even fucking write, y'all can't 
y'all can't fucking write proper sentences, but y'all want to tell, get on here and tell somebody else what they need to do, man, get the fuck out of my face, nigga, you better go get, grab that weekly reader, and that phonics book, and, and you get your little pencil, and you better work on that shit, for you can come tell me anything, nigga, you can't even motherfucking write, you can't tell me shit, you don't know the difference between two, two, and two, nigga, there, there, and there, nigga, you, you, and your, nigga, get the fuck out of here, fuck out of my face, um, that's all I got to say about that, like, look, the gays ain't going nowhere, and, um, we tired of y'all shit, and some of us that want to move on and progress and read the books and learn the knowledge and learn and advance, and if you a 45, 40, 45 year old person, and you still holding the same shit that you was when you were 16, you got a motherfucking problem, dog. Cause you're supposed to grow up, and you're supposed to live, and you're supposed to learn, and you're not supposed to be so ignorant. And you know what part of being not ignorant means? Hey, man, you ain't gotta understand everything. I don't understand everything, but you gotta un- you gotta be smart enough to know that not everything is for your understanding. And just because you can't understand something, don't mean that it shouldn't be or that it's wrong. You just don't understand it. I don't understand the universe or everything about it, how it's out there with all those different galaxies, those black holes and all that shit, but it's out there. I don't understand it. That don't mean it's witchcraft. Only, oh my God, what is this shit out here? Oh, that's destroying the family. Look at that motherfucking black hole. That bitch tearing our family apart, bitch. Hold on tight, bitch. That shit's gonna suck you. You're gonna be going for in the next universe. Family gonna be destroyed. No, y'all sound dumb. Okay, transsexuals, they say that they feel like they are, um, women, they're they're born in the wrong body, basically is what they say. I mean, you got motherfucking babies that are born with two heads and no lungs and no hearts, you got, it can happen. We we don't know, we know, first of all, gender is a matter of hormones, right, you get a certain, every, all babies are born female, and then at, I forgot, some point along the way, you get a surge of either testosterone, or you get a surge of estrogen, and that's what determines if you're a, 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 a boy or a girl, nature goes wrong all the time, you get people born with Down syndrome, it's all kind of shit that happens in nature that produces things that we don't understand, so, if that's what they say, I believe them, it's like, <laughs> Why do it gotta be crazy? With all the fucking shit that goes on in nature, fucking Nicole had iguanas falling dead out, stunned. I didn't even know that that shit could occur. I didn't know iguanas just fucking say fuck it and, and, and fucking freeze up to warm back up and then them bitches just get up and go hop the fuck back along. I just found that out yesterday or last week when it was cold as a bitch. I did not know. I've gone all my life not knowing that when it get too cold, iguanas just fall the fuck out. Something I did not know. Yeah, you see, like, you learn there's things that occur that you just don't understand, that don't mean there's anything wrong with them, that don't mean that, that they're not right, just because your pea brain can't, what kind of ignorant person thinks that just whatever they can't uh, digest through their little minute brain, then it's something wrong with it, especially when you're dumb as fuck especially when you're dumb as fuck, if you're a motherfucking genius, and you know everything in the world, which ain't nobody, but it's very smart people be the main ones to tell you, they be the first ones to tell you, well, you know, I don't really know how it works, but this is what I think, they have all, very smart people have all kind of qualifications, all kind, because they understand, hey, there are things that are not known, that I don't know, that I can't be known, but you dumb motherfuckers, certain in the bitch, y'all dumb as a motherfucker, don't read, don't, don't do nothing, but sit around and watch TV and smoke weed, y'all don't open no real books, don't know anything past when you was alive, but y'all just got all the answers, and y'all just certain of everything, and it just, it's so, it's so amazing to me, it's so crazy to me, 
how you barely even got a high school diploma, but you arguing with somebody who's a, a PhD or whatever, expert in whatever field they in, you arguing with them, and, oh, read the ICE papers, I like, what the ICE papers? Nigga, you might as well say read the Bazooka Joe rapper. It's the same bullshit. What talking about that? Do you even know what that is? Come on, dog. Like, ugh. I'm sick of y'all, nigga. Like, I... I'm so sick of y'all that I'm getting on, I'm getting tired of having to get on here every week and talk about how sick of y'all I am. Like, that's how sick of y'all I am. Like, I'm tired of dragging you, and I love dragging you. But I'm tired of it, because, like, it's boring. It's like, this shit ain't even interesting. You niggas is just, like, sitting in the corner, like, playing with your fucking feet. Like, it's not even interesting anymore. Like, do better. Jesus Christ. It's corny. It's whack. It's wrong. You know, like, I just don't understand. Well, I do understand because, like I said, your your masculinity is on a puff of wind. And that's why I could be threatened by somebody who you don't know from Adam um, being gay or who they want to sleep with or whatever. That's how come it can threaten your masculinity because your masculinity ain't really about nothing because you think it's about fucking fucking bitches and being ignorant and smoking blunts and all this dumb shit that y'all do that makes you a man, which ain't shit to do with being with manhood, but that's what y'all think because y'all standing around in circles trying to impress y'all little friends because all of y'all got the mentalities of like 16 year old fucking boys and that's what y'all think it's about and having all these kids and being 45 years old still chasing women, not, not at home with your goddamn family and your kids and whatever the fuck um, living, you know, enjoying your life like whatever so yeah, fuck you Nipsey, fuck your little um, stupid ass Instagram post, your little stupid and then it's like, this is how dumb y'all are so you had like a, a, a whole, a picture of like all these dudes in suits talking about this is a man, no homosexual you don't know them niggas not, you don't know if them niggas in that picture, now you, did you do a, a survey, did you ask everybody they homosexual you don't know, statistics are um, was it 10% of the population, I don't even know, let's say 10% of the population is, is gay, so if you got 100 dudes, 10 of them is gonna be gay, so what makes you think they're not gay, cause y'all got on a suit and a bow tie that's what I'm saying, y'all are fucking stupid it ain't got nothing, some of them niggas is gay, and they can still be role models, and they can still stand in them fucking bow ties, like Y'all, ugh, 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 ugh. Alright, I'm off it, because, again, I'm bored of dragging y'all. Like, it's so basic. Y'all are so basic, and I just don't understand what it's going to take. So, off of that, um, I shouted out earlier Dave Chappelle. So, I, t- I don't know if I said on here, but I know I said on Twitter. I didn't like Dave's first two specials. I thought they were basic. I just didn't think they were great. I didn't think his jokes were clever or bright or anything. He just was out there, like, you know some of these other old black comedians who haven't updated their shit in a while, but his second two were better, were much better, and I just really appreciated that he actually addressed the criticism that he got in the first one about the trans jokes, and I thought that he explained it well, where he, kind of what I was talking about, he was like, look, man, I don't really know what the offense was, but I left my show because I could just, them dudes, the way they was laughing, you know, I could just feel like they was laughing at me, not with me, I couldn't really put my, I couldn't put it into words how I felt about it, but I knew it wasn't right, and so that's how he explained, because, you know, when people were objecting to the, oh, y'all just sensitive, and all the, again, stupid shit, and people were like, no, oh, y'all don't get jokes, and y'all don't let, no, I get jokes, my humor is very fine too, I don't even laugh at a lot of shit y'all laugh at, I, I, I get 
I get humor, and I understand what it's supposed to be, and I understand that he goes after everybody. That don't mean, just because somebody goes after everybody, that don't mean that every joke is appropriate, just because he goes after everybody. And that the transgender jokes, I, it, like, it was nothing, it's not nothing that could articulate, articulate, but it was off. Same way when you black, and it's funny to me, because y'all get it when it's black, as soon as it's a gay person, everybody played dumb. Just like when you're around a bunch of white people, and you start to get that feeling that they're trying to patronize you or they're trying to be, they're just doing little white shit, the little white shit they do and you can't explain it and you can't put your finger on it but you know that it's occurring and you know that it's some racist shit and they're trying to play you it's the same kind of thing, you might can't articulate, another black person know what you're talking about though, y'all meet eyes across the room, y'all like see that's that bullshit we know, but you might not be able to say it because it's just, it's a feeling that you get and that's what I got about them trans jokes. It was not, it was not in fun. It was mean spirited, and it was clear that he was, he was trying to disprove or make a judgment on them. And I didn't like it, and I thought it was basic. The second two specials were a lot better. I liked the one, I guess the third one, the one where he was with the jacket on. The, so the, the last one when he was in the club that was super tight, that one was cool. But I didn't like that one as much as I liked the one before that when he was on the stage. Um, but it was much better. He, t- you know, I guess he was just rusty the first two or whatever. But he took the Chris. I mean, he still had some. He still had some shit with him. But I just appreciated that he got the message of what people were trying to say, and he addressed it. And then he said some other stuff. I mean, people got a little mad at him with the um when he was talking about the Louis C.K. Uh, victims. Um, you know, at the end of a day he's still a comedian, and you know, he's a very clever comedian, he's a very smart comedian, but he's like not the smartest dude in the world, and so you know, I think that you know, he's still human, and he's still a comedian, and at the end of the day, he still falls back on certain kind of jokes that all those black male comedians tend to fall back on, but, you know, so I I I, I let it go at that, and again, you know, I, I, I got what people were saying about it, but I didn't really think he was trying to, again, not something you could put into words, but I didn't really think he was trying to victim blame with that. I think what his point with that was that what I took from it was that, you know, you can, you as a male can be doing something and you don't necessarily, well, not pulling your dick out. Everybody knows that, but what he was trying to get out, get at, I think, was that as a male, you don't always get the other side of it. Like you don't always, you don't, you don't know what it feels like for a woman, and you may interpret things wrong because of that. That's what I got from it. Because then he, when he told the joke about, you know, he, um, somebody had gave him a hundred thousand dollars cash one time for a show. Uh, did he say a hundred thousand? No, I think he said twenty. That's what twenty thousand for a show on a drug dealers gave him twenty thousand. He he went home in the backpack and he was nervous as fuck because he had that twenty thousand dollars because he knew if anybody you know knew he had it you know they would be coming at him. And he said, and that was just that one day of twenty thousand dollars, and I knew everybody was gonna want that twenty thousand dollars. So imagine if I was walking around as a woman with a vagina, and so that was the way he drew the parallel. So I I appreciated that he tried. I you know I think I think he still has some issues, but I appreciate it, I got that, he, I, I feel like he heard the feedback, and he heard the criticism, and he took it in, and he incorporated it, and he addressed it, so I liked it better, I thought it was much better thought out, and, you know, didn't have too many basic moments, 
I myself personally didn't have an issue with what he was saying about the um basically he was like I guess one of them said that he masturbated over the phone with her and his reaction honestly was mine too like you can't hang like hang the phone up like you so you stood there the whole time that I, I'm I don't mean to victim blame but and I'm not trying to victim blame but that was just my first reaction too well just hang the phone up you know what I mean like so people said he was trying to victim blame and I, I didn't take it that way I just thought that was a practical consideration because I thought the same thing like when you're in a room with the guy that's different you know, cause like, oh, this motherfucker crazy enough to do this, he might kill us, you know what I mean, like, hey, you don't know, you know what I'm saying, but on the phone, it's a little different, like, well, you can hang the phone up, you know, like, the pressure, that physical presence, presence, and that, oh, that foreboding that, you know, this guy's in here, is different on the phone, I got what he was saying, um, but, you know, I see how, you know, I, I, I can see what people were saying, I just didn't take it that way, but, if you haven't seen him yet, watch him, it's much better, um, Damn, I was gonna mention something else, but I forgot what it was now. Um, all right, yeah, on to um, <coughs> sorry, on to Genghis Kicks. Um, so the Holy Grail, um, J3 Black Cements are coming out next month, but I'm gonna wait, I'm not gonna put them up right now. What I put up right now, so there's a um, a Jordan, the Jordan 1. Not the the red, black, and whites, not the breads, but the the other pair that he wore are coming out with the with the black toe with some. I, I'll put them up. They're real dope. They're a little bit different than the black toe though. It's hard. I can't explain it. When you see it, you'll see the differences. It's subtle differences from the black toe, uh, but they look really tight. Um, and I put these other Jordan ones. Up. Remember when I told you the Gatorade colors came out? But I was like, I ain't really like them. I have reconsidered, and I kind of like the orange pair. I can see, I think they gonna, I can see them being popping with an outfit, particularly when spring and summer roll along, so I'm gonna put those back up, just that color, cause I actually kinda like them, and actually, what it was, was I saw them close up, so I thought, I thought that they were like, that smooth leather, but the orange ones are actually, they have like a little, a little texture to them, they actually are kinda dope, so I'm gonna put them back up. Um, and I meant to do these before, and I might have, I don't remember, but there was some art, the art Basel, J1s came out or they were released for Art Basel I don't know if they're released I think they come out next month also and they're like these ice color they're kind of dope I'm gonna get those too if I can put them up um I also put some shoes some listen Gucci been killing it Gucci has been killing it this this whole year. They have been killing it. I put some Gucci's up there, and y'all got jokes on the TL because I say I'm not flashy. Niggas like, oh, you had them <laughs> them Gators Crocs. Look, this is all I tell you. I, I I'm not flashy, but I do. I will jazz it up. But this is what I say to you: if you are, especially men, women, y'all already know this. But if you are a dude and you dress, you know, you don't want to dress flashy, you don't want to dress conservatively, the best way to do that, but still look fly, if you're gonna add pop, if you're gonna add flair, do it with your shoes, so you can have on a nice gray, regular gray, you know, tailor, whatever, business suit on, and throw some fly loafers on like the Africans, and jazz your shit right up, so if you're gonna have a pop, it should be on the shoes, so if I do do some flashy, super flashy shit, it, chances are it's gonna be on the shoes, so yeah, I put the fucking crocodile, and now somebody said they have buckles on them, they ain't got no motherfucking buckles, that's the Gucci horse bit, <laughs> anyway, them joints is dope, they um, crocodile loafers with the, with the Gucci horse bit, but 
It's a couple pair of Gucci that I'm gonna put up that, you know, they're a little loud, but again, you don't gotta wear them shits with like the red suit or the green. You ain't gotta be out here looking like, um, what's the pimp dude with the pimp cup? What's his name? Uh, Don, um, Don Juan? That's his name? Y'all know what I'm talking about, the dude that had them pimp cups forever. Y'all ain't got to be dressed like that, but you could put some, you could put some shoes on anything and make it pop. So, put a couple pairs up like that. Um, it's another pair. Oh, I'm not, I, I'll put it up next week, but, um, Nike has, I saw, are starting to come out with, a, like, a boost-looking shoe. It's not, So they got a new Air Max. Y'all sitting the Vapor Maxes. But they got a new Air Max 270 coming out with a thick, like, Air Max hole. But then they got this other one. I have to get the number of it. That's why I don't have a picture. And it, it kind of looked like the boost, but it's a Nike. And it looks... You know, I told y'all before, I don't like the boots. I think they're ugly. I don't like the way the toe curls up. I don't like the way it looks like a sock. I don't like how when your foot is in it, you can see, like, each of your individual toes. I don't, I don't like them shits. These Nikes eliminate all that. So, um, I'm going to find a picture, and I'll put it up. Those are pretty dope. Um, and, and from what I've been reading, these new um, Air Max 270s that are coming out, are supposed to be more comfortable than Vapor Maxes, and that's saying a lot, because them Vapor Maxes is like walking on pillows. So if you're more comfortable than them joints, you might be like floating like Rosie the, the Robot on the Jets and something. So I'll, I'll, I'll see what's up with that. So, yeah, I'll put all those up for Genghis Kicks. Um, all right, so I'm over an hour. I think I covered everything. Um, thank y'all for listening. Oh, I got some new listeners. What up? Do me a favor. I haven't asked y'all this in a little bit. Um, if y'all can, if you listen to me on iTunes, rate me five stars, please. Um, and Spotify, I think, I don't know if they have rates on Spotify, but whatever. If you on there, if you listen to me on iTunes, please give me five stars. It's supposed to be helpful. I don't know. I don't Whatever. But if you like it, please. Thank you. Um, follow me on Twitter. Personal is at KMGZ. The, um, podcast is at thanks for thanks underscore for asking without the G um that's the podcast twitter and then uh emails which I have not checked I will soon thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com and yeah I think uh, that's it so um this is episode 134 I don't know what I'm gonna name this I've been in a rut with these names yo um huh I'm gonna name it well I'll come up with something, as always, by the time I uh, post it. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Um, See y'all next week. Peace.